You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, then who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots Podcast. I am Rob Arlo and Cousin Johnny have the night off. So um, we had an episode that we were going to release this afternoon, uh, but we put that one on the back burner. We're going to bump it to next week because we what we wanted to do, uh, and we're very fortunate enough to get this exclusive interview. Um, I have on uh, the other line, sir, if you would tell everybody your name. Uh, My name is Trey Filter. And if you guys haven't heard of, of Trey Filter uh, and what's been going on, um, there was an incident that happened at the Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl parade, where there was an actor shoot of, uh, actor sh- active shooter situation. And uh, thank the good Lord uh, that Trey was there. He was the right man in the, at the right time in the right place. And I believe, Trey, uh, you, my, my friend, you, you saved a lot of lives. You saved a lot of lives that day. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that. Um, first off, I want to thank you so much for coming on, taking your time, coming on the show and just kind of talking about exactly, you know, kind of the things that happen. I know everybody has a ton of questions, um, out there. The news media is kind of burying the story already. We really don't have any, any, I think they just, I think today they have, um, charged two people with it. And there was three people I think initially they were talking about. But uh, I think two, two for sure have been charged. I think one of the other ones was just maybe uh, an innocent bystander or he didn't have anything to do with it. So, Trey, if you could uh, tell our listeners a little bit about you and who you are and what you do, man. Oh, um, well, I, I kind of consider myself just a regular guy, family man, um, father of two boys, uh, 15 and 12. Um, you know, I've been married to my wife, Casey, um, for, you know, since I was about 21 and a little over 17 and a half years together since high school. Um, I've, 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 I'm an entrepreneur. I've started a paving company and I've also started a concrete leveling company using expanding foam. You know, it's been fair to me for sure. Um, you know, just the kind of a regular guy. I I have to say I envy you. You have you have two boys. I have a house full of girls here, so I've got uh, uh, sixteen. No, I'm sorry, seventeen, eleven, and nine, and I got a granddaughter now. Oh. So I'm outnumbered, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my wife. We're we're done for now. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Well, I know you guys are huge Chiefs fans, and uh, like I was telling you before we came on the air, I know that. Uh, it must be nice to get to go to a Super Bowl party and our Super Bowl parade. Uh, I'm a Falcons fan, so I'll probably be dead before we ever get a chance to go to one of those here. So, but you have a phenomenal football team up. up there. Well, yeah, we um, we it's our, it was our second parade that we attended. Uh, her and I are both from the Topeka area, which isn't far from Kansas City, and especially closer to our state now. Um, yeah, you know, and growing up, that was the thing on Sundays. It was done with Facebook, so there was no, you know, it was uh, 
garden roses and chiefs games you know well, I got not the whole season but you know it was a uh, it was a big part of life and you know her and i have brought that into our family the boys you know it's a big deal to them as well oh yeah like everybody else here in kansas i, I was lucky for you I had worked in Kansas for a couple of for a few months. I was doing a, I was working at a job. I was doing some traveling. We were actually remodeling some old Orschelin stores. I don't know if you've been in the Orschelins or not. But, but uh, they uh, we I luck, luckily enough I got to go uh, check out a, um, a Royals game, which is one of the most beautiful stadiums I'd ever been in. I'm a big baseball nut too. So um, and then uh, Arrowhead, of course, is right beside it. So it's. It's pretty, uh, pretty impressive how big that stadium is, man. And I know on super, like on uh, on Sundays, it probably gets pretty wild in there. It gets loud. Oh, it's, it's, I believe it's the loudest in the in the nation. Yeah, it's like a college. It's, uh, it's, it's like a college state. football experience. Similar to Allen Fieldhouse for us, we we like KU as well. Um, the KU K State fans are actually okay. Okay, uh, we enjoy all sports, but uh, yeah, we uh, we're just planning a regular day to. Uh, you know, get some points as parents, you know, let them skip school go to this parade because you know, pretty incredible to be able to go to two of them. Um, we didn't go to the first. So, yeah, we um, we were actually going to bring a friend of the sons with us make it. And um, so we just made plans, geared up at, you know, seven in the morning. And just headed off to Kansas City. And they say like I think there was I think their record there like, was a record amount of people like I, I think they said close to a million people was at that parade. Is that, would, would you say that was fair? So many. <laughs> oh yeah, I've never seen so many people in my life. We um, we skipped the parade portion and went to the, the end ceremony. You know, gotcha. And you know we didn't bother that. We just went directly there, and we just tried to just not go in the hill somewhere like everybody else. Was and, uh, it was, it was, you know, everybody was just like, hey, hanging out. And the person who you bump into, you know, is friends in five minutes, ways to be elated. It was a great yeah. atmosphere once we finally arrived. And there was, you know, we noticed we had a military presence um, that seemed heavy. They were on the rooftops. So I could see 50 caliber people. Um, you know, and on numerous buildings. So I felt comfortable, and I believe everybody else felt it as well. So, so there's a heavy presence there, the heavy presence of uh, law enforcement. I definitely felt like there was a 50 caliber rifle above my head. Yeah. You know, once you see that, it's just like, okay, you know. Yeah. Mm. And, and you know that's that's a I guess that's the next question I got for you. Um, really, you know, you're you're there, you're in the moment. You guys are having a good time there with your kids and your wife, and uh, you know, you see the big police presence there, and everybody's armed to the t's. You kind of start getting a sense of. Um, we talk about this too a lot of times when we we talk about these active shooter situations. You get a sense of uh, security. It's like a false sense of security when you see those things because. You know, n- normal people would think this is. There's no way this would happen here. There's there's a gazillion law enforcement here, and like you said, they're armed to the T's. They, they've got you know they've got plenty of uh, you know people there to take a situation down. But we we always talk about too, like you you can never be prepared 
you can never really be prepared for something like that to happen uh, until it happens. And, uh, and I guess, I guess when I ask you is when did you guys like notice or when did you feel like something was going wrong that something was up? Well, well, um, so I'll take it from, so we finally got a spot where we, we could make out most of what we're seeing. We were just happy to find that spot once we arrived. So for people last year, um, we just got there a little earlier last year. So for all I know, it's been, um, you know, Kelsey started singing and, and then, um, I don't remember if who went first, but Chris Jones, he was getting into route. Uh, he had a good, a good, uh, speech at the end. And he's our, you know, he gets all of our sacks and he's a, he's a monster. And, um, you know, he's getting, <clears throat> I was like, right you know, they're going to win next year. You got this guy. <laughs> I bet every man there was ready for a tackle, you know. But, sure. Uh, at least I was. So, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I wasn't, I'm not a tough guy. You know, I'm, I just, I'm not a tough guy. Don't go around, you know, in the altercations with people. It's just that, you know, we worked our way. It was over, so we started working our way back to our vehicle, which was probably about a mile away. Um, we crossed that clearing. We were to the, so I don't have a good reference, um, but we were coming off the hill across the intersection, which you can see in the corner, the edge of the intersection, I guess. And we were working our way towards the bridge across. So when we got, right after we got through the intersection, I heard the gunshots, which at the time I thought were firecrackers. Mm-hmm. And my oldest son, my wife, and my youngest son worked their way out of us slightly. And my son was standing with me, and he said, "You know, that's well no, There's too many cops here. You'd have to have a death wish." You know? And um, so we're walking and I'm trying not to bump into people like you do when you're in a mass people and you're trying to keep up and work your way efficiently through the crowd without bumping into people. So we were just, you know, working in a little square, really looking around a bunch. And so I'm recalling this for the first day of interviews, but uh, from walking, I believe the, the guy Either bumped into me, or grabbed him. I, I remember the book bag that he had, and then a cop bumped into me. He's chasing, and I thought to myself, you know, man, that'd have been cool. That's a good that guy, you know. Like most, I, I, I figure most guys do. You know, darn it, you know, I could have, I could have been the guy who got the bad guy, you know. Yeah. Um, I, it wasn't that there was a shooting, and you know. Because um, I still hadn't put it together, I thought he'd stolen a purse or something. Right. So <clears throat> he works his way on the way, and whatever happens to him happens to him, I guess. Um, but I'm still working my way through the crowd, and it feels like a good. I mean, it could have been thirty seconds for all I know, because again, I'm just working that little square, kind of zoned out. And then I hear. So I, I do. I, I do. While I'm walking. I see cop cars coming and going. And a little bit of a frenzy, but not. I, I just realized there were gunshots from him. would have been a different place. But, um, then they yell, get him. And I look to my left and I see, I guess, I mean, this is for me. I've watched the video a few times. Yeah, we've but watched it a bunch. We've watched it a lot. I see a mass of people running. And I, okay, and I look to my right. And this, I see, I know he, he looked, you know, he didn't look like a kid to me. 
you know, or he was definitely chasing someone. So I did not see the gun. <clears throat> I tackled him, I guess. Somehow I've never moved that fast in my life. I think it's because I was angry with myself about the first guy. Mm-hmm. And deep in my brain, it was top of mind, maybe. And so I believe once I hit him, the gun, because he couldn't have it in his pants, it was too large. It was a rifle, correct? Um, it was, it looked like some built AR. Okay. Of sorts. Um, I don't, you know, I would assume it like at this point, how quickly I heard it, but loose. That's another thing. I don't associate gunfire with machine fire. You see what I mean? Right. So that was another thing. Um, but, uh, once I hit him, I guess, off it and he broke my tackle somehow gentlemen that dove for him they rolled he rolled out of that and by that time I'd gotten up again and I remember jumping down thinking be him you know dude can't be doing something better be him yeah <clears throat> once I land on him Paul I don't believe he ever got up I think he just scurried over and grabbed that area which probably helped prevent him from getting up too. Gotcha. He's all on top, you know, got, he looks at me and we're, you know, he's holding the, like the top of him, I'm, like laying on the top of his, and, and I'm working my arm, burning him up to where, like worried about him. And he and I look at each other and he says, he says, got him. And I decided never look on his face forever. And then they start screaming, there's a gun, there's a gun. And then he's starting to yell it. And there's still, still has his arm under, reaching under there, trying to feel for a gun. I wasn't thinking about his arm as much as he was talking about. It's hard to pull it. All grabs it. Pulls it. And I so realized, well, that's. So he's reaching for another gun underneath him? I don't know. So first off, I was not on the impression. I thought he still had a gun. Okay. I didn't okay. know he had one to begin with. And now I thought we just got a bad guy at a parade. Hey, good for us. We got him, you know. And there's a gun, there's a gun, there's a you know, it's just the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I'm reaching under him to find it because I got his left side gigged up a little bit. And I was able to um, fish his arm out somehow. And then Paul, I believe Paul pulled it up. I remember we got his arm and I, you know, wanted to make sure that he was incapacitated and to do my best to make sure he wasn't getting out. I just, there was no cops yet. So I was like, well, I better keep moving. I, I wasn't trying to hurt. I just want to make sure that wasn't going to Sure. You wanted to neutralize we were, the yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, once the, once the gun, there was no funny games anymore with that. So, <clears throat> You know, once that happened, um, you know, I remember a sensation of my feet being lifted up and I was pulled off. And then I, went, I looked over to my oldest son, his kids. Um, so I said, where's your mother? I look, she's over there by the wall. 
one gentleman that was kind enough to shelter her in the gun. And I said, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, I didn't care to stick around. There's too many people. There's cops everywhere. It's fine. I didn't know there was all this carnage behind me. You and know, I felt like I'd just been in a, a horrible, like a huge dog fight, you know? You know, when we watch the video, if you go back and look at the video, when you guys have, actually have them on the ground, um, the the police looks, they, I mean, of course they would be because there's so many people there and, and you've got people saying mm. different things all over the place, but they looked super confused. Like they didn't know where, you know, they didn't know where anything was mm. going on. And I it, mean, in most situations, you probably think there's just one guy. Sure. Or, you know, there's. How long, just did, it all together. how long did it feel like you you was you guys were wrestling? Did it feel like a lifetime that y'all were wrestling? In the video, I'm yelling, where are the cops? Yeah. Uh, probably, I had other things to worry about, and then that came front of mind as we waited. But again, as I watched things, you know, I saw a cop uh, uh, running, pacing us in the video, but I don't think he could make it over the wall with all the people. Right, so. right. I, that have to be the only excuse for that. And then, you know, those other, they thought they had the guy down the way too. So I'm not sure. I think that could have been a surge of cops that were involved further back that came this way. Right. Um, but and it's like we again, said, I'm just, yeah, you just can't, sure. you can't prepare for that. I mean, even if you're in law enforcement, you do what all you can do to prepare for that. But until something actually sure. really happens, you, I mean, it's just, you're, you're just figuring it out as it goes along. So, um, do, you, do you know if the other if the if the other shooter was were they both firing or was one guy was the one guy doing from what I'm being told that at first I thought the guy, I I got the guy in the brown um he I he looked he's definitely a young man he could be a juvenile I'm, I'm hearing that he's not at this point okay um and then there's and that he, if whoever he might possibly be the one that, that you know shot the poor gal, and yeah. um, I don't know, I don't know what what. Do you remember? You know, I think I, some of them are juvenile, so maybe some of the details aren't being released. Or I'm sorry, I don't know if my guy is the guy. Yeah, what I, that's that's what I was going to ask you is like, do you what did what did he look like? What's this guy look like? Just a young African American male, um, a little bit taller than me. How tall he are you? A, uh, five six. Five six. Five, six. Me too, man. That's <laughs> I, yeah, I I lie so. I lie and say I'm five seven all the time, but I'm really five six. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take all I can get. They, um, I didn't size him up by any means, but yeah. you know, time he, for that. Uh, yeah, I submitted. So, and he had on a huge, like work Carhartt type of jacket, um, and a white hoodie and could have possibly even had like a beanie cap on or something. He looked, I mean, he looked like hey, slightly menacing. Did, know, but did he look? Yeah, I didn't do a bunch of math, of course. Yeah. And I know all this stuff's happening so fast, and it's just all this chaos is going on. Did you ever make eye contact with this guy? Did y'all ever, you know, ever make eye contact with each other? Possibly right before I hit him, but it'd be too quick for me to tell you. I yeah. do know that I did use some discernment. I don't know how or why, but there was mild calculations of sorts happening. But I can't tell you 
<clears throat> I definitely thought he looked different from the others. And no, I never saw his face. Yeah, I was just I was curious if uh if he if he looked like he was all there or he or he or he was like These scared kids, he was in trouble. Kids, guys or wherever they were. I don't know, uh <laughs> takes a hell of a they certainly aren't right yet. You know. That's a fact. Yeah. So yeah, just but, uh, that I was one of, that was one of our things that we were wondering like if this guy was on drugs or or like he just was sure he was, on those one pills or whatever, right? And then you know you like are they is it are they are they doing it for a cause? And you see a lot of that in the news now. It's just that that's, I, it's not. I do not feel like this is one of those um, like something you see on on your phone in the middle of the night, you know, conspiracy deal. Gotcha, I gotcha. I, I can tell you, I, I'm not part of anything like that. Yeah, so, same here. That's what we were just trying to. We we're trying to figure out. That's what we are because the the crazy thing is, is like the news will not. They won't even talk about it, man. We just, you get such vague information, just tiny pieces. I still don't know. Yeah, I mean, you were there and you were in the thick of it. And don't don't know. And so. I talked to everybody all day about it. It's wild. It is completely but, wild. You know, I don't know their process or what. You know, I, I I'm. You know, yeah, it's a scary deal. Yeah, that we run into these things. So, we, you know, I my, thought I'd be left guy on earth. <clears throat> now my son, he's like I—I I do have a son. He's twenty-two years old. Um, and he and I, we we attended tons of you know, we went to a tons of Braves games, Falcons games, Hawks games, stuff like that, and uh, and we always had a bug out plan. You know, which is sad that you have to have that conversation with your kid, but uh, but we always try to have a bug out plan in place in case something like that was to happen. Um, do you think now in the future, when you guys go to events, we all we all have like a we all have a bug out plan now? Um, not we haven't. Our world's been going so fast in the last few days. It's, Dude, I can't even imagine. Uh, we haven't had a chance to have an actual no adrenaline family like conversation about the entire thing where I know with our percent, you know, in their heads with it. Because everything changes. Um as a you know, process thing. Yeah. And we just haven't had a good chance to, you know, get everybody at the table. But um they are regular you know, teenage boys, they're a couple of knuckleheads and <laughs> you know, they can they make good grades, they're good kids. And uh you know, they're they're just happy that their dad's you know cool for once. No doubt, you're you a freaking know, hero, man. Now. You're like a real superhero yeah. for real. Well, to them, well, the, the thing was, we when well, once we left, um, we we got a few out of boys, you know, people around. Um, nobody really knew, how, you know, how big of a deal it was, and then um, we get in the car finally, or we're on the way to the car. And, I said, that was crazy, you know, and she says, yeah, he had a gun. I said, well, and she says, no, a machine gun, or that's just for lack of a better term. I don't know exactly what it was, but and I said, oh, my God, you know, I said, let's just get this phone and go. So yeah. We were zipping through town trying to find the main road so my GPS would work or whatever. And, um, you know, it wasn't about 20 minutes. My boy, my oldest son said, uh, hey, dad, check this out. And, um, you know, within 
10 minutes of that. We've had news crews contacting us, all these things. And so when I got here, they were at the house. You know, I'm all wrapped up. Um, and I had a few hours of sleep that evening. And it's more, you know, this person's on the phone. And that, you know, it's just been a mess since then. I was just able to get to work today and yeah. you know, get a handful of clothes done. Yeah, getting ready to, we, we, I was awarded them, but the state senator, okay. um, Roger Mitchell, uh, gave us, uh, you know, we're both from Topeka and he met us at a local town thing here around the corner from the house. We, my wife had just picked up the kids, you know, and I made us to get over there. And, um, he gave us a, you know, he's very kind, he gave us a, um, a flag. In a nice, presented in a nice frame. And I told him, thank you so much. He said, it's just falling at the Capitol. I said, well, thank you so much. Her and I are both from Topeka. And that's, that means a lot to us. Yeah, it's it very cool. The capital. And he said, no, sir, our nation's capital. Oh, wow. And I almost teared up. I mean, just, yeah. just such a, such a humbling, you know, surprise. It wasn't a big to do. He, you know, he made time to come by and it was a real intimate setting. So I thought it was, I mean, that's an experience I've had today. A lot of it's just completely different than anything I've you yeah. know, been through. You know, it's, uh, it's really a, a, a difficult thing to be called that uh, word. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of courageous things and never been told, you know, anything. And that would have been happy to be them to, you know, beat me to them. So, I have to know that the fact in our country, you know, it, it humbles me to be called that, you know, and um, it's just, a, it's been a lot to kind of take in and wrestle with, you know. Well, it's like I told you uh, in the beginning, like right before we went on, I, I told you, you know, I'm a Christian and I feel like uh, that God puts us in places sometimes, uh, the right place, the right time, the right person. And uh, you definitely, you know, 100% we're, we're there where you're supposed to be, uh, when you were supposed to be there. And I know it's a lot to process. And I know you, you, you and your family's probably, you know, you, you've got a lot, you still, like you said, you got a lot of the adrenaline and then there's time to sit back and reflect and kind of play it over and over and over in your head. But I want to tell you all the way here from, you know, from Georgia, um, you, you were where you were supposed to be at the time you were there. And I think you, you, help save a lot of people's lives and man i i can't thank you enough for 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 having some dog in you and and taking care of business yeah. when you needed to i mean i'm, well, I'm serious like I said, i'm sure i'm sure a lot of i'm sure it's not just me and and, and that line of people that could have done the same thing you know, the same chemicals and um you know i and i and i, I definitely think that um I know that I'm blessed beyond measure uh, to be to be with my family and 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 you know for the if this uh, podcast helps inspire anybody to to donate to the Chiefs um, fundraiser that they're having for the victims, you know I would encourage them to do that. Um, we'll put that link on our uh, on our social media for sure. I'll I'll try to get that up there tonight for sure. Absolutely. Well, um, 
I, I cannot thank you enough for, for coming on and, and sharing your story with us. And, uh, hey, if you ever, like we have people we call repeat offenders, and if you ever want to come back on and just talk some football, man, we can do that too. Uh, you're more than welcome okay. to, to be on be a part of the show anytime, man. I, I really do. I, I can't thank you enough, uh, you know, from – from the bottom of my heart and the people, people that know your story and, and, and saw what you did. Um, uh, you know, I just, I just want to say thank you for, from, from, from my end. I appreciate you. Well, no, no worries. I'm, I'll try to stay out of trouble from here on out. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I got a goodie. I got a goodie box heading you guys away. So again, um, I really, oh, wow. I appreciate you guys and, uh, man, just take it as it comes. Uh, it's going to, you know, your days will get a little easier and things will get them a little bit more relaxed and uh, just, uh, just, just, you know, just try to take it as it comes. Well, I appreciate it, everybody. Yes, sir. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time. Hey, thank you. Y'all have a good night. Thanks. Yeah, take care. That was Trey Filter. He is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, fan at the – Super Bowl parade who took down he and another gentleman took down uh the active shooter and saved many lives that day I, I feel like on uh just past Valentine's uh, man it, 23 people were shot uh there was one that passed away um uh, 11 were children uh and again uh, this man uh he reacted to a situation that none of us want to be uh, involved in. I mean, it's just, it, it, this is a situation that none of us could imagine happening. It's like, it won't happen to us. It's on TV. It's not anything, uh, you know, it's just, but it happens. It happens a lot. So again, like we always say, be vigilant. You pay attention to your surroundings. Make sure your people are safe. Have a plan when something like this goes down. And um, and just stay safe out there, everybody. Y'all have a good evening. We'll talk to you soon.